having that visual can help calm anxiety. It helps calm that stress and um, just makes the day flow a whole lot easier. It makes life a little bit more enjoyable for everyone. You're listening to the Water Prairie Chronicles, a podcast that supports parents of children with disabilities by sharing the stories of individuals who have grown up with disabilities and the organizations available to help parents along the way. Stay connected with us by clicking the subscribe button and leave us a comment if you want to join in on the conversation. Welcome back to the Water Prairie Chronicles podcast. In this episode, we're continuing our visit with Kristen Faith Evans. We met her last week and learned about her journey as a special needs mom and how her children have made an impact on her work. And if you haven't listened to last episode, be sure to go back and hear Kristen's story directly. Kristen, welcome back. Thank you so much for having me, Tanya. So today we're going to focus on a topic of how to maintain structure for our children with disabilities when they have long breaks from school. And um, we started the discussion on this after I read an article that Kristen posted on her blog about this topic. And I wanted to have her join us and share with some of you the information that she's found helpful for her family. Kristen, we were talking about structure. So why is it important for us to have structure for our kids during the breaks? Well, I think we all thrive on structure, some people more than others. When you have a child who has something extra going on, um, either a physical, medical, um, developmental, mental, mental health disability. It just helps so much to have that anticipation of, okay, I know what's happening next. And when you have a child who has um, intellectual disabilities, like my daughter or a child with autism who just thrives on that structure, having that visual can help calm anxiety. It helps calm that stress and um, just makes the day flow a whole lot easier it makes life a little bit more enjoyable for everyone now i'm i'm laughing a little bit because for me when my children were younger this was a piece that i struggled with was keeping structure for them in the summertime because it was easier just to go go with the wind <laughs> with it but mm -hmm. it wasn't easier for them as you right. say, it's the structure that was there. And we, and we tried different things at different times that so, some of them worked, some, some of them didn't. But um, but I did find it, if I could get that organized up front, it made it a lot easier for us. But, um, mm -hmm. but I am remembering mm -hmm. some of those frustrating years where I did nothing. <laughs> and yes, and so the structure, it helps lower meltdowns. You know, it helps with transitions. Mm -hmm. Um and I think just me having my own schedule helps with that too. You don't feel as um, flustered about trying to think about what's coming next. Um, so it actually helps the whole family. Well, I'm thinking about that. You you had mentioned in the last interview that, um, you know, making sure that we're taking care of ourselves as parents. Mm -hmm. And you can do that if you've kind of gotten yourself organized and gotten the structure together. So then you could right. build in that time to be able to, to have that exactly i was just thinking about that as you plan out the schedule it's thinking okay bethany still takes naps at 12. that's gonna be my little snippet of time for some mental health and and personal time now not every child at 12 takes a nap obviously right. but you know if your child can play independently if there's something they really enjoy that they'll engage in and play independently in yeah. that's your time so yeah. you know trying to strategically plan out that schedule um and and for the child it doesn't 
necessarily matter what order things are done in as long as they can see okay first we're going to eat lunch then we're going to go potty then i get to play with my tablet or whatever it is right um doesn't really matter what order but you can strategically plan those out to help yourself as well <laughs> and it and it could be <sighs> a similar schedule for each day or would you mix up the schedule i would recommend doing as similar as possible okay each day now for like play outside might look differently maybe one day you play in the yard maybe one day right. um you kick the ball or you know but just try to or um having a picture of your vehicle and i do recommend taking actual pictures it is so okay. much more effective than the generic stick people or the right <laughs> You know, you can get a lot of free stuff online, but and it takes it takes more time. But I just highly recommend taking actual pictures of stuff around your house um, that your child actually does their favorite activities. And so, if you take a picture of your vehicle, maybe you're not going to run the same errand. But you know, if you try to, and, and, and it's hard to do this. I'm, I'm saying all this like <laughs> like it's easy. Do your same schedule every day. <laughs> Ideally, and I know that's incredibly difficult because then, you know, you have things that happen. You have a meltdown that happens. You have a, but in general, if you can have the flow go very similar every day, you might have eat lunch. Okay, now we get in our car. Right. It may not be the same errand, but that helps your child know. It helps them mentally prepare and transition. Okay, we're going to go to the car. So we're going and somewhere the now. More right. The more repetition, the more it's the same, it, just the more it helps. I, you know, it just, it, it just, you get into the routine, transitions go smoother and it, yeah. as much as you, as much consistency as possible, I know which is we got to the practical point, for you. We got to the point when my kids were older, where I knew I had to at least give them a warning of change that was coming. Right. And so, right. so we kind of got to that point where it wasn't, I didn't have to have everything planned out, but I did have to know that mm -hmm. 10 minutes before we're going to stop the Legos, right. we need, we need to, to start talking about stopping the Legos so that you could finish that last piece that you're doing or mm -hmm. kind of find a way. And then everyone was a lot happier when we, when we had that, that expectation. Yes. So yes, I'm so, glad you brought that up. Timers. We use timers oh, okay. all day long. Um, timers are huge. And visual for children who um, really need that visual cue. Um, I wish I had it with me. I don't have it with me right now. Um, but, a, but a time timer, it doesn't have to be that brand because those can be a little pricier. Um, but it has that visual of the red as it's ticking okay. and getting smaller. Mm -hmm. um, that helps children who need that strong visual. Also right. on your phone, there's lots of apps and you can put it, um, we've never actually done this on Best Tablet, but we should do this. Um, download apps that are kid timers and they have a visual of, it's like a puzzle piece, you know, that's, that's coming full circle. And oh. so they can see, okay, I have this much left of the fish that's not developed yet. Right. Um, and so just at, we use, we use Alexa a lot, a lot. So, um, we'll say, okay, Beth, when the timer goes off, it's time to get up and go eat. And we'll set a timer for five minutes and like clockwork. Now timer goes off. We get up. It's nice. beautiful. Nice. I make it sound like, you know, it's, it's not smooth every time there's well. meltdowns. <laughs> and there's I'm still sure meltdowns. the first time probably was, was not as easy as it is now. <laughs> And it, and, and, and that's a good point. I will, 
I will just be honest. This stuff takes work and time up front. And it does. And that's why it's so tempting to start it and be like, oh, this is too, too hard. And, and, it, and it is a lot of energy and you're already exhausted to start with. But if you put that time in and that effort in, it is going to pay off in the long run. I promise. Yeah. So the, and, and I'm thinking, all right, so you, you're, we're looking at summer break. You also have Christmas break. That's a long break. Right. Um, some, some areas of our country have a long fall break or spring break mm -hmm. even where, so these same skills could be implemented each time they're home from school so that the yes. child knows that during vacation time, this is part of vacation time with that. So I would think that. And also, oh, yeah, go, ahead. go ahead. I would say, I would think Sorry. that, that it would get easier over time for you as a parent too, because you already have the schedule put together. You're just pulling out that same schedule. Exactly. To, well, and we use it on the weekends too. Weekends can be challenging. Yeah. They're long days. They're unstructured. You've gone from five days of structure to uh, this nebulous, what am I, nothing, you know, right. So we actually, um, when our son became old enough to where he preferred writing in words over pictures, um, we sat down and collaborated with him and would write out a schedule for the weekend. Okay. Night and day with how pleasant wow. the weekend was with a schedule. Wow. But it does make sense because there's different activities in the, on the weekend. You know, if your family goes mm -hmm. to church, you've got mm -hmm. different different transitions that are happening during that time. Right. And getting dressed, right. getting, you know, there are certain things going on. Saturdays, everyone has different di different family activities that they do. So, um, so yes, it would, it would make sense. And But again, mm -hmm. once you get that implemented the majority of the time you're probably doing the same type of activities each weekend. So you'll exactly. have some changes, but mm -hmm. not a lot it of It may work. not be the same, but you may have a picture of going to the pool or you may have a picture of going to the park or church. Right. Like you said, take a picture of your church. Um, and then if you use it on the weekends and then those breaks, you're already in the habit. Your child already is in the habit of doing yeah. it. Then you're on a break and you're like, okay, you just, it's a smoother um, we actually have a after school one. Um, come home, you Beth takes a nap, and then dinner, and then bath, and then you know. So and she has a little bit of time on her tablet. Um, so we actually use it at night as well as the weekends. Yeah, and see, I, n I never thought about doing it that way. It's I, I mm -hmm. think more the bigger chunks of time, but um, but that's a great idea. Um, just because it does, it's it's going to make it easier for the whole family with it. And, um, and we talked about siblings earlier, the, um, you know, you have, you have siblings that are still being affected right. by the meltdowns and things right. like that. It, it interferes with their plans are, mm -hmm. and there's delays happening, but then they know too that, okay, so this is our next step. It's going to happen. That's we just have point. to get there. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm just thinking back when the kids were younger, when there was always one waiting for the other one, <laughs> whatever our delay was, it was, it was that way. And well, and we tried to, when our son was younger um, and her needs were so much stronger than his, um, we would try, you know, to have a schedule for just him. Oh, nice. So we would have her schedule and then we would try to plan. Um, so like for siblings, if she had a rest period, we would try to plan to play a game with him nice. during her rest period to give him that one-on-one yeah. -on -one attention. Now it gets challenging. We just have two kids, so I can imagine 
three, four, I, and then I don't know how where's do your <laughs> parent self-care time, you know? Right. <laughs> but, it, you know, like I said, strategically trying to help um, the siblings as well. Right. As much as, you know, I like that. as possible. All right. So how can parents know where to even start getting organized? <laughs> I would say pick one thing. Don't yeah. try to do a whole PEX notebook and, you know, a token board. Don't try to do it all. Pick one thing that you think um, developmentally where your child is at might help them the most. Um, typically, a schedule board, uh, I would start there. Okay. Um, now, if your child is not ready to have, it's called a, a field of you know three or four or whatever on on the actual schedule you can start with the first thin board and that might be oh, the first yeah. step actually okay. um, depending on how old and, and where your child is um, developmentally a first thin board again I wish I had a, my visual um, and you can do the visual and say it and the the goal is to have your child actively participate in pulling off the picture um, and, and seeing, taking that ownership of, okay, first I clean up my toys, then I get to play with trains. So are they know? moving it from one board to another part of the board? Right. When you have, you know, when you have the actual three or four or five, you know, schedules in a row, they take off the top one. Okay. Oh, I'm all done cleaning up toys, put it in all done. Okay. What's next? I get to play with my trains or, you know, my tablet or, or whatever it is. Right. Um, but starting with the first then board of just two. First, it's the unpleasant activity or the non-preferred activity of cleaning up toys. Then they get to do the preferred activity. Right. That okay. would be the first place I would start. Um, and on that blog post you're referring to, I have lots of links okay. to to places that explain all this more. The, okay, so we, you know, we can of, link in the show notes to that, that direct blog that page post, yeah. so they can go mm -hmm. straight to that. Right. So. Yeah. So I, I explain it a little bit more and then there's some, if they want to read more and yeah. go to some free sites where you can, you know, you can print pictures okay. um, for free or you can order, I have a link where you can pay a little bit of money to order a pre-made kit. Um, okay. Again, I recommend real pictures, but well, yeah, because then then they're connecting with this. This is mom's van. I know. I, I know exactly. this. Is, this is where I go in <laughs> to get it, mm -hmm. and maybe even from the angle that they're approaching the car too. So they exactly their car it. seat. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. The um. All right. So, what ages do you feel respond the best to this type of structure, using the boards, things like that? You know, it really depends on. It just really depends on on what. A, not just age, but developmentally, developmentally and, behavior, yeah. and behaviorally. Um, one, where what level, and two, what their needs are. So, for instance, uh, when our son was, when did we start this? We started this at a year and a half old. He wasn't speaking um, and having a very difficult time. We were thankfully in a specialized preschool at a university that taught me. All the, I first learned this all as a mom. Okay. not as a professional right and you know i've worked with families and children now but as a, i went i went through the trenches as a mom learning this um he was one and a half intellectually he was ready okay. um behaviorally 
he really needed it um, to function. And it, it, it was a little painful with the energy and the time doing it. Um, if you can get some training on this, if you're able to convince insurance to cover ABA, uh, applied behavioral analysis therapy in the home to help you with this, um, or a speech therapist, someone that can help you walk through this. Okay. Um, he, he was ready. It did take a lot. We started with the first thin board. Our daughter, however, on the other hand, we just started two years ago at 10 okay. because she was not developmentally ready until right. 10. Okay. So it's going to depend from child to child exactly, and, um, and their understanding of it. And I know, I know with my kids, my daughter was actually reading books at three. So she, hmm. she was probably a year old or a year and a half, like your son was, and would have been ready for this. We've talked about some of the examples of what you're, what you're doing. What are some of the things that, that are work for your family? I know you mentioned them in the article, but are there any other things that, that you found that, that work specifically for you? Token boards have worked beautifully, um, first for our son and now for our daughter. She's doing very well with a reward. And I do have that visual, exciting. Okay. Um, we have two different ones. We, we've kind of transitioned to this one. I don't know, can you see it? Okay, so there's magnets at the bottom? Well, this one, this one I created, she loves baby dolls. So you right. pick something um, and it could be a laminated we had a butterfly chart, but now we're okay. we're doing the baby dolls. Our son, it was penguins. Okay, he loved obsessed with penguins, <laughs> um, and so his was a penguin chart. So, um, and again, you can start with as few as possible. I would start with what your child is going to be successful at. So, okay. when you're first doing this, maybe they just have to get one to get a prize, um, and then we have worked Bethany. We started with one, then two. We were on two forever. She's up to six now. Okay. Um, that, so she, we've just, you know, you have to eventually start to, to wean. Um, but if she, for instance, we use, we use it for if she does really well with pottying. Okay. Um, if she listens and follows directions and cleans up her toys like we ask, she gets a baby. And so she gets okay. to put it up there and she moves it. She gets to, they're all down here on the bottom. So we say, good job, praise, positive reinforcement. She, she thrives on praise. You get a baby. And so when she gets all five, she gets to go to her treasure box, which is a picture of the actual treasure, okay. her treasure box. Right. And pick a prize. Okay. So this is a token board, but like I said, start out with just one or they just have to get one or two. You want them to be successful. And it not be too hard. So the success that, that they would be getting this reward from would be um, completing a task, making a transition, depending on what the child is struggling more with. Is that what you would start with? I, I would recommend picking one behavior, one okay. desired behavior. Um, we have, it's kind of grown into Bethany understands now. <laughs> she <laughs> does what she's supposed to do and she listens well and she does it like that. When the timer goes off, she gets a baby. Um, but that has, that's been years for her right. to progress to this level. Um, and depending on the child, they may progress very quickly. I recommend starting with one desired appropriate behavior and that may be transitions. Okay. And we have this right next to her schedule, her schedule board. Okay. So if the timer goes off, she transitions, does the non-preferred activity like clean up toys, 
you did a great job. The timer went off, you cleaned up your toys, you get a baby. And you okay. have to be consistent. It has to be consistent. Um, and you can eventually generalize it to, hey, you did a great job with that task, you did, but you start with one behavior. Okay. They did their schedule. They transitioned, they get a baby or train or Right, what, whatever it is, they're in. I I like the idea of making that personal for them, so that it's something that they're interested mm. in and right, want right. to to see move. Princesses, you know. <laughs> so then, <laughs> with the prize box, so is she earning a prize every day with this now? We, like I said, we've had to make a challenge more challenging. It was breaking the bank. Yeah, um, that's, that's, that's so what now I'm thinking. <laughs> I posted a picture of her on social media. That's when we were still doing the butterflies recently. She earned a baby shark sheet set. Okay. And she, it was difficult to earn those six butterflies. Um, and she worked really hard, hard and boy, she was proud. And so, um, yeah, we've worked up to where she's not getting a little prize every time. Um, it's more that you have to earn the big prize now. And so, and it might not be a treasure box. Take a picture, you know, like, so, so this is a little more complicated than you should do. But if she gets to go to the treasure box, she can choose a butterfly or something okay. in the treasure box. That's, that's a whole nother. Okay. That's why the butterflies are there. Okay. Um, but if you're going to do little prizes in the treasure box, start out really, really little, <laughs> like, like a package of something from the Dollar Tree where there's like 10 in the package. Right. You know, we unfortunately started out with Dollar Tree stuff. And so every time she got, I think it was three, two or three babies, she got a Dollar Tree prize. Start out really little. You can always go bigger. <laughs> right, right. Well, I'm thinking too, depending on the child, you could do time on the iPad or something. Yes. As a prize. And that's too. actually what we did with our son. Okay. He earned, he earned time. For the computer because mm -hmm. i'm thinking bo both of my kids um computer time is what is what they would they yes. would work for when we would do things whatever motivates your child most yeah. personalize yeah. it yeah i mean it, it could be picking out a game to play after dinner or something you know so mm -hmm. so parents listening Quality time with, depending with on parents. your yeah depending yep. on your 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 child and what what they really enjoy doing um mm -hmm. so it wouldn't necessarily have to break the bank to do this to, exactly to go on. yeah that's a really good point but mm -hmm. I'm thinking too, depending on, like you're saying, developmentally, it depends on the child too, of where they are, right. because it's, it sounds like Beth is getting to the point where she can retain the idea that she's earned several of these right. now and is ready for a bigger prize right. with it, where she's working for that. Like, right. Cause, cause you're not going to buy a sheet set every time she, 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 she has right. one day. <laughs> it still needs to be the immediate, she gets the baby, you know, right. behavior, baby right then. It, you know, it needs to be as, as, and we actually take stuff when we travel too. Okay. Um, I was going to ask you about that just a minute. Take, mm -hmm, take it when you travel. Um, and maybe, maybe they do something in public where we actually kept the penguins in our pocket when our son was little. Um, in public, you know, he would transition well. Here's a penguin. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a penguin <laughs> token. Um, so you may want to take them with you and, and then, you know, and we, we kind of hold it over a little bit, too, because she understands. Right. We're like, remember what you're working for. Yeah. But now, I through the years, I've done um, different substitute teaching positions. And I've been in classrooms where they're using this very well. And I never thought about doing this at home. 
So I, mm-hmm. I, and I'm thinking a lot of the kids that we're talking about, they're doing this in school already. So they're exactly. used to having that reward structure set up where they're working for a task. So maybe um, for parents who have a, a school age child, talking to the teacher to find out what are you doing in yes. the classroom? How is, yes. it, how is it working? Yes, so it's consistent from With, home to, right. yes, that's to, a good to find point. out how to start you'd at least get an idea mm-hmm. or maybe, maybe you could go and observe sometime and kind of see how, how it's working. Um, I think most mm-hmm. teachers are, I, well, with COVID, I don't know what the rules are right now, but typically teachers are happy with if a parent wants to be involved and to, to, to partner with them to support what they're doing in school. Cause then when they go back to school, they've had consistency while they were gone. So every, exactly. Every, every, It'll help at school. Yeah. We're, mm-hmm. we're, we're winning on both ends with that. <laughs> so. Exactly. Uh, and I, one thing, an important thing I forgot to mention, you don't take them away. Okay. So this is a positive. So it's never a negative, always a positive. Never take them away. Yeah, I like that. Um, they've earned it. Um, and so, you know, positive reinforcement is, is and praise is so much more effective. And then I will say back to siblings. If your child with additional needs has a board, we it's hard, but we've, you know, tried to do something similar, you know, yeah. for our, our son. He has his own challenges, but, you know, it's hard, you know, because if she's getting these prizes, he he should have some kind of exactly. no, reward I, I agree. system too. I agree. And some, and some of those challenges are the patience that that sibling's going to have to work exactly. through waiting to go to the things that they were waiting to do. And, mm-hmm. and there's got to be something that they bigger that they want to work toward. So maybe they could have a long-term project that they're working toward um, because they're able to, to comprehend that and to work through that. No, I, I, I think it's very valid to say that. Um, the last question I had um, was, we talked about travel a little bit and taking it with you, maybe having it in your pocket. Have you had a situation where you've had guests in the home during these breaks? And how did you modify things during that time? That that actually throws a whole nother level into it. It's even more important, actually, when you have guests that disrupt, one, a child's space, and two, mm-hmm. um, their routine. I could say if you need to have additional pictures, maybe like a picture of who's going to be in the home oh, and preparing yeah. them actually ahead of time would be really important to say, hey, Grandy's coming, you know, Grammy and Grammy, you're coming tomorrow and we're going to spend time with them. And, um, and so you could put on there, um, for instance, my parents are coming this weekend. Okay. We could put a picture of our little above ground swimming pool and Grammy and Grandy next to it on the schedule. Um, or put, um, and, and it may not be family. It could be friends coming over. Right. So, you know, it'd be important to, whatever way you can put that on the schedule and prepare them. Okay. Hey, you're, you know, you're still going to get to do your preferred things today. And maybe it is during the time that grandparents are there. They may need that time. Right. Um, but yeah, just preparing actually ahead of time would be very important. I'm, I'm thinking too, that um, on the parent side of it, the challenge may be in helping the guests that's there understand what you're doing. Mm. Because if they haven't been in this environment before, they're not right. going to necessarily understand why it's important that you continue with the schedule. You know, trying to be consistent, um, even when they're there and, and your guests may not understand. 
wasn't I, I'm thinking this kind of goes back to that question that we talked about with um, with the doctors and sometimes it's okay to question things in this case sometimes it's okay just to say this this is how we do it this could be a very good opportunity if you know they're open to to you showing them it could be a very good opportunity to show what it's like if you use the schedule board what a difference it makes with the child um and they might see okay wow that was almost magical that johnny went over and cleaned up his toys and then went to the schedule board and then went straight without a meltdown so they might see how effective it is and maybe johnny really does need that support maybe it isn't just bad parenting now (laughs) i would not blame a parent who has difficult relationships with a family member or parents if they didn't do it because of the different types of relationships that we have it's not always going to be easy to stand that ground Um, but i did want to ask about that if you if you had had any tips for parents on that because i i know uh, the odds are we have someone listening who is going to have that situation and and i don't know how i would handle it it's um you know, the battle may not be worth it, but then again, you know, you know your limits as a parent, but right. it is an amazing opportunity for people who don't understand or don't support you to witness. Wow. That really helps. Yeah. And, and, and it's a new concept, the same as it is right. for us as parents. When we first start out and are learning these skills, our parents, our siblings, our friends that come may never have had this opportunity yet and you're right i Mm -hmm. I like that idea and it would make them more supportive for you as you're moving forward now too so now you have an ally who understands what you're doing and when you're talking to them they 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 understand why you might need to hang up on the phone because it's time for a transition now and right um, and not be offended but to know that yes this is this is a it it, i i was going to say a coping strategy but it really isn't a coping strategy this is this is a life skill that needs to happen exactly Mm -hmm. I appreciate you talking about this. I, I and I'm glad the way that we've gone through this because we didn't go over everything that's in the blog post because I want people to go and read the blog post too. So again, if you haven't looked at it yet, look at the link in the notes here and go and check out the the original article, which is what caught the attention for this to begin with. <laughs> and um, and as as Kristen shared, she does have links on that blog post that can take you to see some of the the images that where, where you can get them. Um, she has some photos on there that you can see kind of what she's doing. I'm trying to think, is there anything else? Do you have links to the clocks on the blog post? Um, I do uh, have links to Amazon. Um, just, just to kind of show you, you can spend as little as you want or as much (laughs) as you want on one. But it'll at least get, give, give you an idea of some, some of the types that that she's talking about. And then, Mm -hmm. um, there's different apps in there too. If those aren't linked, we can try and find those and get a few of those links between us. We'll, we'll, we'll have them there. So, um, so, so check that out. Um, and so I'm going to wrap this part of it up a little bit, but before we let Kristen go, she has to participate in our speed round because this is everyone's favorite part of our interviews (laughs) and we are, this is episode 24. And so after next week, I'm going to be posting a compilation of all the data from all of the guests up to episode 25 and kind of see where, where we fall, um, what our similarities are and what our, who, who our outliers are for some of the questions. <laughs> so Kristen, I don't know if you've listened to the, any of them before, but in case we have a listener that hasn't listened to a speed round before, it's simply 10 quick questions. We don't time them. We tried the first time and, and threw, throughout our timer after the first time. 
And um, there's three open-ended questions where she'll answer just quickly the first thing that she thinks of, and then seven either-or questions. And then you'll choose one or the other, or both, or neither. So there's really not a wrong answer for any of this. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the first questions, um, what's your favorite color? Blue. That's mine. What's the last book that you read? Oh, I've read a couple lately. Oh, I'm reading uh, right now. I haven't finished it, but I'm reading C.J. Run, C.J. Run by Jolene Philo. Uh, that's okay. her new book that just released. Oh, cool. It's really good. I highly recommend it. My kids started reading the Dick and Jane book. So you're making me think of that <laughs> with the, <laughs> the title of that. <laughs> I don't think it's the same level of reading. But <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's a really good book. I have to, to, to link that on, on it, too. Um, what's your favorite holiday? Ooh. I'd have to say Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, that I think that's going to end up being our most common one. I, I'll be surprised if it's not, but just so many people have said it because it's family mm -hmm. time. Um, exactly. Some some like giving gifts, but most of them it's the family time that, that they've mentioned. All right. So I the like next, the food. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, <laughs> my, my my husband is Scandinavian. We we make all these specialty cookies and everything. So um so mm -hmm. so there there is a lot of baking going on around our house and <laughs> during the holidays. All right, so the next seven questions are the either or. So we'll start with cake or ice cream. Cake. Batman or Superman? Superman. Ocean or mountains? Oh, that one is hard. Mountains. Winter or summer? Summer. Watch a movie or read a book? Watch a movie. Harry Potter. I'm not supposed to say that I'm a writer, but yeah. watch a movie. <laughs> You you would just 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 have to write a screenplay sometime so to, to add to it. Um, Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings? Oh, I just went to Universal and saw all the Harry Potter stuff, but I'm going with Harry Potter. Okay, and Twitter or Instagram? Instagram. I had down. a feeling you were going to say um, the. Instagram on that one. Kristen, I, I appreciate you taking the time on the last episode and on this one and sharing your life with us, sharing what you've learned with the scheduling with the kids. And I'm hoping a lot of our listeners will give it a try and, um, and let us know how it goes for them. Thank you so much, Tanya. This has been fun. Oh, you're welcome. And then your contact information, we'll leave the blog um, link as well. And is there any other way that you want us to contact you? Um, I'd say I would just love to hear uh, from you through the, the contact page and just send me a direct message and uh, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Excellent. And you're welcome um, listeners to leave comments on the podcast page or on YouTube and we'll make sure that the Kristen sees anything that's sent in whichever way you send it. So, um, so thank you for listening and we will see you next week on the next episode of the podcast. This podcast is made possible by support from our listeners. We want to give a shout out to our superfan, Praveen S. If you want to help offset the cost of producing the Water Prairie Chronicles, become a supporter at buymeacoffee.com slash waterprairie. You've been listening to the Water Prairie Chronicles. Any resources mentioned during this episode will be posted in the description. If you're interested in joining us as a guest, contact us through the links in the description below. Be sure to subscribe and share it with your friends. We appreciate your support as we build this resource. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week for a new episode.